joined right now by Steve Gill, political contributor. We typically talk to him at 7.35, but he had a very busy, busy morning, and we love to accommodate our friends of the morning show. Steve, welcome back. How are you? Thanks, and uh, loving uh, a little bit of warm weather in February, so let's enjoy it while we can. I certainly agree with you there. All right, we're going to tackle a couple different stories, but let's start with someone who's familiar with the morning show, Congressman Mark Green, the House Homeland Security, making a pretty shocking announcement yesterday, planning to retire. Um, A lot of people are shocked because he was one of the good ones, but maybe it's because he is a good congressman. He's not staying in and spending the rest of his life there like Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, I think uh, it it was shocking and surprising. (coughs) But but with uh, his decision that he's not going to seek re-election, the timetable for people to pull a petition, qualify for the election for the August Republican primary is, is like right on us. And election day, when you look at it, it's only about 100 days uh, from beginning early voting. So the, the timetable is going to be very quick for anybody who decides to pull a petition and, and run. I think this merits in favor of people who have uh, the ability to self-fund because the ability to raise a lot of money starting from scratch today knowing that you have a race in an area that, that covers uh, Montgomery County, some counties uh, west of Nashville, and part of Davidson County, and a small portion of Williamson County. There are a lot of people who could run, but they're going to have to be able to, to, to raise money and, and get a campaign started quickly. Uh, the real question is, why is Mark leaving? I talked to several people, actually talked with a couple of members of Congress uh, last night, uh, that the um, speculation is that he is going to spend this summer campaigning for Donald Trump rather than spend the summer campaigning for re-election himself, uh, probably move into a transition position with Donald Trump. You know, during the uh, fall, after the uh, primaries were conducted, both candidates, Biden and, and Trump, presumably the candidates, will uh, start assembling a transition team to begin the process of how do you get into government, assuming you win. You have to get prepared because there's not much time between the actual election and taking over in January. So uh, I think he's going to get involved in that transition. And you may see Mark uh, Green as National Security Advisor, as Secretary of Defense, Secretary of the Army. I think that's the path he's headed. All right. Also, um That's really interesting, and I want to spend more time, but we've got to move on uh, because there's also some rumors flying around. I was reading a piece in Axios, and they were suggesting that he could potentially run for governor. That is something that has been floated around. I've also heard that. So the guy is a patriot. He is very gifted and talented, so his options into his future career, as you point out, are limitless. Speaking of national security... Um, Can we talk about the huge national security threat yesterday where Congress basically came forward to Americans and said, listen, you all are going to die probably, but we can't actually tell you what the threat is. At the same time, you have the uh, White House coming forward to the podium and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan basically using this moment of panic to push House Republicans to go forward with almost a $100 billion Ukraine and a couple other different countries funding package, Steve. Yeah, what, what an amazing coincidence that as the Ukraine package appears in dire straits in the House, uh, suddenly we have this, hey, there might, there might be a major national security threat. We can't tell you about it, but we need to pass the money for Ukraine just in case. 
Uh, and apparently what it's revolving around is speculation. Let me underline the word speculation that Russia may be considering putting weapons in space and they're throwing out the nuke term, whether that's the case or not, uh, that they may put weapons in space that would be able to shoot down satellites in space. Uh, this is uh, arguably a violation of a 1960 era. Uh, we're not going to weaponize space uh, agreement that the U.S. and Russia and others uh, entered into. Keep in mind that the U.S. and Russia also entered into a specific agreement not very long ago that uh, NATO would not expand closer to Russia, meaning they would not, for example, expand uh, Ukraine to be a member of NATO because that would be a threat to Russia. Uh, there was an agreement that there would be no expansion of NATO into Ukraine, and America and NATO have broken that promise, broken that contract, which is what helped precipitate Russia going into Ukraine. So when we start talking about breaking agreements, uh, the U.S. needs to be first in line to say, yeah, we've done the same thing. If, in fact, Russia has done anything to break the agreement. Now, a lot of what's leaking out from the national security officials is that Russia hasn't put any weapons in space. They're just thinking about whether they would. So, again, I think it is crystal clear. This is about, you know, extorting through threat another $60 billion for Ukraine rather than a real national security threat. Now, members of Congress are going to get a briefing today. But if the briefing is what's being leaked, that Russia might be thinking about it, that is not a national security threat at this immediate time. It is a threat to those who are profiting from $60 billion more going to Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to stay on this. I will play more audio in the next segment just because we don't have time, but it's very fascinating. I think it's very nefarious and devious, and you lay all of that out. Speaking of a cover-up, though... I expect that this story in Kansas City, Missouri, where just devastating, leaving one person dead, at least 21 others injured, including eight children. It turned a Super Bowl victory celebration into a nightmare will quickly go away. And that's because we're learning more about the perpetrators of this mass shooting. But first, I want you to take a listen to the the, the audio of what happened in the middle of this big celebration game. We'll come back and talk about it because so almost immediately you've got guys like rich eisen with the nfl he says nine children nine children who went to a parade to celebrate their super bowl team when are we going to do something collectively and realize there's a gun problem in our country and do something sensible for our kids so i'll let you take a stab at it more gun laws prevent something like we saw yesterday yeah, well, apparently one of the weapons that uh, one of the alleged perpetrators was caught with was an AK-47. Um, who takes an AK-47 to a celebration parade other than if you intend to cause harm? Uh, again, uh, we, we aren't seeing the pictures of these uh, guys. I think I've seen one picture. Uh, he's not wearing his MAGA hat and not wearing his NRA sweatshirt, so I'm, I'm not sure uh, what his possible motivation might have been. Uh, but the bottom line is that... Uh, uh, this is going to get the screams and howls. If we need more gun control, uh, I doubt that these guys obtain these weapons legally. I doubt that these guys uh, have a clean record in the past. And uh, this story will disappear very quickly because they don't fit the 
um, yeah. perception of white guys who are Trump supporters committing these crimes. Yep, same situation with what happened down in Houston at the mega church there. Story's gone. Yeah, transgender right. shoot. Again, it disappears from the news immediately. It's it's really disgusting. You know, you can cherry pick a lot of things, but you shouldn't cherry pick what mass shootings you're going to pitch your tent at and cover and ignore other ones. But again, it just speaks to the sickness of our media and why Americans collectively don't trust them, which is a very good thing, except they trust you, Steve, and I trust you. So thank you for breaking down those stories. Got a scoop. Thanks for dropping by. Thanks, my friend. Talk to you next Monday.